Welcome to Every Horror Movie on Netflix, the show where we watch, review, discuss, talk about... Sometimes argue about. Sometimes argue about every horror movie on Netflix. Every goddamn one of them. (laughs) Usually in alphabetical order. Today, we're in the A's. We're doing At the Devil's Door. At the Devil's Door. We are at the Devil's Door right now. I, I feel like I've lived my whole life at the Devil's Door. I'm Chris. I'm here, once again, as always, with Patrick... Hello. Elizabeth. Hello. And who is this man? This is Stephen. Hello. Hello. <laughs> no surprises today. It's all of us We're talking about this fantastic film, At the Devil's Door. Fantastic. Would you view it, Chris? <laughs> Come on, tell us. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, what do you think the devil's address is? Six six, 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 six. The number of the beast. Unless, we get that right in the opening. I know. There was a Far Side cartoon once where there's a contractor hanging the address above the devil's door, and it says nine nine nine, and the devil's there like f- fucking upset, and he's like, <laughs> the contractor's like, "Oh, I was holding the work order like this." Great comedy. <laughs> that reminds me of the the Simpsons gag about the Far Side, where Homer's just going through Far Side comics. He's like, "Don't get it. Don't get it. Don't get it." <laughs> Don't get it. Don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to be well versed in the occult to get the one about the devil's address being six six six. But is that well versed? I think we all know what the number of the beast is. Well, I didn't get it until I found a black magic practitioner on Craigslist who could explain it to me over the course of three months. <laughs> <laughs> but why reference much better IFC Midnight movies when we can talk about this one? At the Devil's Door. <laughs> At the Devil's Door. At the Devil's Door. Confusing the Devil's title. Door. Puzzling title. Confusing title. I'm not sure. You know what the, the original title was? This, this might blow your minds and might give us something. It might change Wait. the conversation we're talking about. Let, let, let us guess. guess. Yes. Take it. You're not going to guess it. Short sale. No. Okay. That's good, though. That's good. That's uh, really wait, good. let me think. Let me think. That's good. Um, get it out of me. Uh, that's a great that's title. That's a great title, too. Great title. Let's make that movie, Chris. Got to guess. Um, unholy Conception. <laughs> no, that was that was an alternate title for Anti-Birth. Immaculate uh, Conception. Though. It was called Home. Just Home. Hmm. Hmm. That makes even less sense. Imagine, but then they made that movie about the kids' movie yeah, about it's like with aliens, aliens or something. Yeah. Call home. Imagine if they switched the, if you could take in the that, theater. Yeah, in the theater, they switch it. <laughs> oh God! Anyway. So reflect on what that means as we uh, we approach. Reflect on your own definition film. of home. Uh-huh. Yeah, home sure. home is where yeah, the heart I mean, is. Um, and this is a you know a real estate thriller first and foremost. Another one. Right? Yeah, they did no mentions of escrow this time, but I did think of Abattoir several times. <laughs> I did too. Um, because basically, well, I don't know. It's hard to describe this the plot because there's kind of various threads of this it's, movie. I mentioned to Patrick earlier that I, I didn't come up with this idea on my own, but it's kind of like a Brian De Palma movie where your sympathies shift and your expectations are subverted the entire movie. This is a movie where, you know, once you think you know who the protagonist is and what's going on, the rug gets pulled out from under you. What we can say is it begins with, so there's a, a girl, it's in the 80s, right? Like yes. late 80s. Well, yeah. first of all, it begins with a young girl's voice saying... 
Oh yeah, yeah. Even before that, uh, some bullshit. This it doesn't is about the number the of the beast. Number of the beast. Yeah. So sea monster coming out of this. See, I was like, that's a great opening. I already got in my mind the image of a, a monster coming yeah. out of the sea. I'm like, ooh, this could be creepy. Um, but we've got a young girl. She's met, she's on a trip to California. She's met a cute boy. We see him cuddling in bed, and uh, she is being invited to play some sort of game with someone that she doesn't know. We don't really his know what's uncle. going on. It's his it, uncle. It's his uncle. And, yeah. yeah, and yeah. he's saying to her like. Just we like she. They're gonna make a lot of money. It's five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess is a lot of money if you're sixteen. Dude, that's a lot of money now, and I'm older than sixteen. I mean, I wouldn't bulk at five hundred dollars, <laughs> but to sell your fucking soul, which is hey, what happens, right? Yeah. We know what's yeah. going on and here before it's, you we know a, a pretty good scene. Uh, My soul is worth more than five hundred. They have a little Watchmen <laughs> pin. That she has a little, yeah. <laughs> it's the comedian smiley face pin, and she has to play like. Um, uh, I, I beg to differ about it being a she, good. Scene. She she plays, she plays the um, game where you like with the cups game where yeah, you put something cups. under it and then you move them around and you have and to guess, guess which what? one it's they under. They do it wrong. I was watching those yeah. cups and it's never in the right that's cup. But part I thought the, maybe there's some the magic spook. going on that's here. That's part of the spook. There's definitely magic going on. I don't on. feel like it was done well enough for like me to get that the filmmaker it. knew that that's what he was doing. I was like, this could just be really terrible continuity or there's something else. Going no, I, I got it because it's right the first time and then it's wrong the other two times, but she yeah. still gets it because she's the chosen one. I'm glad you guys thought about this as much <laughs> no, I loved it. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And then he's like, "Okay, you're the chosen one. Go out to the dusty crossroads and say your name so he can hear you." And she's already. Why got does the, she know, do this? She's already got the five hundred bucks. She's in Holy love shit. with the kid, and she's kind of she's kind of punk. She's skeptical. She's like, whatever. Yeah. And you he's know? dreamy. I mean, she says to her friend when she gets back home, like he looks like someone who'd be from California, like something that extreme. Dreamy, yeah. right? So she's smitten, but like, I mean, come on. Why? Why does she just blind? Dude, these no young, this is me. what young women and we do. don't know like it would go would, into a trailer and play a weird ass game with someone's I guarantee creepy you, ass if I was 16 years bucks. old and like the boy I was in love with at the time was like come do this I would have jumped off a fucking cliff I need more motivation that I'm like are they hooked on drugs and they need the 500 bucks it's like sell your fucking and she bought so some new some shoes she did have great shoes no well, and I didn't get a sense of how old she was I, I didn't get a sense I of her being thought 16 she could, be, she could be 16 she could be 26 yeah I thought they were an like, adult couple but yeah. uh, that's the thing so, i mean you learn later she's a teen but i yeah. thought they were an adult couple i don't know what time it was i was like well people dress like that now anyway apparently it's the 80s again if right. someone was yeah. like let's sell your soul for 500 bucks yeah uh-huh. soul selling like who why would you think that you're actually selling your soul right Right, I would be like, sure, I'll indulge this yeah, crazy I'll person. Know, this but crazy she was man. like teary-eyed. I mean, she was like very nervous. She about was nervous because the out. guy looked like a, a son of anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like a creepy dude. No, this was a very like Breaking Bad sort of. Yeah, scene it here. was a very. Bra- it was the same trailer from Anti Birth. And <laughs> <laughs> was. But it was in no, the it was not as immaculately dressed yeah. as he. That, that was the. The best trailer but, in existence, but but that's basically plot line one. There's this girl who sells her soul to creepy guy, and then she goes home, and we see her go home, and like yeah. weird stuffs happening. She becomes haunted. Haunted stuffs happening in her home. Then enter plot line two. Yeah, then we meet. Um, I don't even know what country she's from. Is she a Latin American? I, country. I'm not comfortable speculating. I'm not either because <laughs> I thought like maybe she's like I- Iranian or something. I, well, their oh. names are Vera and, and Lee. Lee. Oh yeah, let's. One of them was born in America. One wasn't. Anyway, that's the only reason it matters is because they talk about how one was born right. here, one was born at home. Their accents it's, it's, are different. Yeah, it's not entirely clear where in the world they're from. Yeah, yeah one one has what I thought. Was 
was a Hispanic accent. Yeah, that's what I thought. And it takes place in in New Mexico. Yeah, both of the actors, actresses are Hispanic. Let's find out. I feel embarrassed that I said Iranian. I mean, I was just... No, I don't know. The actresses are Naya Rivera and Catalina... Sandino Moreno, One of them's who on... is Colombian in real life. So, oh, okay. yeah, I don't know if that's where the character is supposed to be from. But. Yeah, and one of them's on Glee, and one of them was in something else kind of big, too. Um, oh, shit. I just thought of the most exciting cast member, Wyatt Russell. Kurt that... Russell and Goldie Hawn's kid is in this playing... Who the fuck is he? He plays the, the boyfriend who wanders out in his boxers. Who's like oh, pretty charming. And he's been in a few decent movies, too. He was in Everybody Wants Some and... Um, I don't know something else I looked. I would expect Sorry much for that more. I would expect much more from Kurt Russell's kid than what we get out of that kid in this movie. He was terrible. Yeah, his acting was. I mean, he well, wasn't what the fuck. Yeah, oh, Dude, I like him a lot. Actually. I hope they have another kid because this one's. I don't think they're having any more kids, I hope they have another kid that can entertain me. (laughs) So anyway, we have Lee, who is a lawyer. No, what? She's a realtor. (laughs) (laughs) She knows her way around escrow, but she's not a lawyer. And it's the housing crisis, and she's struggling a bit because all these houses are in foreclosure or whatever. She gets a good... She gets called to sell a house that's not a foreclosure. It's a good home, the Greenville home. Right, and there's a little bit of fire damage in it, but otherwise it's fine. Yeah, the parents are eager to sell it, they need money, and their teen daughter has recently run away. And it's ambiguous. At that point, we think maybe the teen daughter is the girl we saw at the beginning right. of the movie. Yeah. Uh, because it's, it's th- that scene at the beginning of the movie takes place in the 80s, but it's not totally clear. I mean, right. she's talking on a, on a land, like a phone that's connected to the wall, so that raises some eyebrows. But yeah, it's, it's at that point, we think, well, maybe they're kids, the same kid we just saw, who also kind of ran off with a boy to do some devil right. stuff. So, I thought that for a long time. Yeah, yes, I did. Like, and I you're did. supposed to. I think you're supposed to. So we have her, and then we also meet her, Lee's sister, who is an artiste and lives in a fashionable loft. We don't really see any of her art. I mean, we, we see, see like, like one she makes bad some, like, watercolor. She, yeah, she had a bad watercolor from when she was like a kid and she's embarrassed of it. And then we see these like really kind of like target looking like photo frames that she makes for her <laughs> sister. And that's it. She has an art show and we don't even see the art. She's yeah. like in a back room somewhere. So the kid, the, the young girl who was in New Mexico and ran off with the guy isn't the old couple's daughter? No, 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 no. no. We, meet, we meet the old couple's daughter later. Yep. The, she's blonde. And in the office, remember? Yep. There's a terrifying reveal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it, w- it was really confusing. Yeah. I was just as confused as you were. Like, I sorted it all out by the end, but I don't think this movie was very well put together, at least yeah. in, in, in that section, like that first third. Yeah. Very, very, yeah, puzzling. Anyway, yeah, so... What's her name? What's the real estate agent's name? Lee. Lee. Lee is trying to sell this house, and there's it's set against the backdrop of some kind of you know financial crisis, or rather, I thought. Yeah, gee, I, which financial crisis could that possibly be? Well, I don't know. If, <laughs> 1930. <laughs> 1929. It's, it's a depression era horror. Set film. the same movie in 1931, and it's probably and it's much <laughs> Funny, yeah. Um. Yeah, so, and, you know, it seemed like they were trying to build to some sort of commentary. Like, I would, they know. definitely were. Which one was this? Don't. Was this movie made in 2009? No, 2014. There's so much hashtag topical, uh, you know, like 
uh, radio news broadcast that you hear in the background about yeah. the financial crisis and the I'm housing like, crisis. It, it it just in case you didn't uh, get the falling idea, falling down like just yeah, this yeah, like yeah. constant like radio chatter and like oh the setting where it's like oh everyone's hard, it's hard out here. We're all yeah. working. And the characters talking about money. I mean, there's even like an awkward financial transaction between Vera and Lee, and yeah. like you get the sense that they're really trying to comment. There are so many scenes in this movie that take place in houses that are being renovated or have been cleaned out to be sold all the way up until the end. It never means anything. The first half of this movie is a comment on the death of the American dream. I love when <laughs> it's I think it's trying to be. I love when when Lee first gets the call about the house and someone's asking her to uh, you know be be the realtor or whatever for the house and she's on the phone we just hear her end of the conversation and she goes, "Is it a foreclosure?" "Oh, no, it's not." "Great." Like they yeah. they just drive home, so it's, it's not a so telegraph. Yeah. yeah, it's very poorly acted. The American yeah. dream knocked on the devil's door, and the devil let it in. Yeah, let's talk about the devil. Why don't we get into it? Well, that's what we're here okay. for. Okay, so well, I, I, she's trying to sell this fucking house, and this house is haunted as fuck, guys. Yeah. That's basically end of story, but I can elaborate a little bit. You know, she's seeing weird stuff in the mirror. There's burn marks on the floor. And, like, you know, I, I love that they use a seller's disclosures as a plot device in this movie. I uh, thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Well, great. and the young teen girl, Charlene, who we see at the beginning, keeps appearing in this house. Mm-hmm. She keeps appearing. In her yeah. red raincoat. In a red raincoat. Peeking, peeking it out, running Don't up. look now. Yeah, God. I kept thinking of don't yeah. look now. Oh, well, let me just say, first of all, any movie that involves the devil and has like conspicuously placed red objects that are really punched up in the color grade, automatic two points in my book. I'm with you there. I yeah. like that too. Loved it. Any two movie points, where you two points out of how many? Can we talk about how much we oh, see wow. the devil in this movie? Can we get there yet? I, you know what? I don't know how much I saw the devil in this movie. I saw more than I expected, and just enough for my taste. Yeah, it was scary. Did we see the? De- we see Wait. we see glimpses of shit that may or may not be the devil. I mean, well, it's, the, yeah. it's the devil. It's got to be the devil. Well, it's got to be. You see him. As the, I recall four times. And the devil is such an, an interesting figure. The way he's represented in this movie, because one, he really likes to hide in cupboards. Yeah, yep. that's like Love his it. safe place, safe haven. All oh, right, there was that one thing that looked like a fucking lamprey. Okay, I remember one. And time. sometimes and he's dark, and sometimes he's light, like Krampus. He, I, I thought the same fucking yeah. thing. He looks like Krampus. Well, Christmas and at one point, yes. he sheds the skin of Char- of the Charlene. Oh, that was creepy because oh, yeah. the skin just drops off like a yeah. cloak, and he's just there, like menacing in the background. Smoky, Love just it. a smoky figure. No, he's not smoky. He looks very. I mean, he's like blurred out, but he looks. He's very rigidly defined. Um, off, off cast, blurred out. I, what? He's like out of focus, but he's like clearly it's like a guy in a fucking suit standing there. Oh, it just looked like a smoke creature to me. Did you watch this in 480p? (laughs) (laughs) He's not just in the details. He's live in the flesh. He's (laughs) live in the flesh. You're seeing him. Uh, So, yeah, he's just kind of part of the haunting. And there's other vaguely supernatural stuff happening, too, you know. Lights going off, things moving you around. You know how I love lights going on and off yeah. in these horror movies. Yeah. This scary and shit. And then the devil, his catchphrase, come to me. Come to me. I like the voice of the devil. I felt like that was well employed. Kind Who of played that? I don't know. Some guy that they could only afford to read one line. Huh. It was 
I guess yeah. I didn't get such a clearly defined sense of the devil. I just kept thinking. I, I mean, I guess it's called at the devil's door, so it is the devil. I, mean, I didn't think it was the devil either. But I was like, yeah. well, it must be. It could be. But the devil is like, what is? Let's talk about this. What is the devil's deal? I mean, he's just. <laughs> what's the deal <laughs> with what's the, the devil? devil? I mean, I, I imagine the devil, Satan, you know, Beelzebub, is like this all-powerful <laughs> figure who can do anything. But the prince of darkness. He's like, but he's, he's like open in cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> he's hiding in cupboards. He's hiding in closets. He Dude, is I think this hanging is a minion. out. He's hanging yeah. out at random crossroads in the fucking desert. In this California. is a minion. Why do we think it's the devil? We think it's he's the devil. body hopping through young girls. Like, can he do more than that? What happened to the devil that this he's in such a the, desperate this place? This isn't the original real devil. This is a minor subshoot. We yeah, think, see, this is why yeah. I don't... That's why it didn't strike me as a distinct character necessarily, and it didn't strike me as, like, the Satan, like, the Prince of Darkness. It just struck me as some generic evil spirit, demon, whatever. Duke title of, Title of the movie aside. I, I mean, yeah, title aside, the evidence that we have is the, uh, that he's the devil is basically the title of the movie. And otherwise, which well, is and, not and the, the original title, so I guess maybe we're not supposed to be the devil. And other than that, maybe, maybe we're taking the word of the guy in the trailer who, were like, yeah, maybe he just summoned up like a low level demon. It seemed more low level. I do admit. I mean, that said, there is some stuff that we'll talk about when we get to the spoiler room that is kind of um, the mo of the devil himself versus low level demons that happens. Well, but yeah, he could oh, do- there's the two like voiceovers about the number of the beast too which yeah I guess is sort of it a, could have been a low level demon yeah, but it just seemed like a lesser whatever we'll call him the devil you know what if the devil wants to hide out in the closet let him let him fine yeah sure he moves, he's, he's yeah. a little too big to fit in there people but. see Jesus's face on a shower curtain or in the toast to each demon his <laughs> some own some people see the devil in the closet <laughs> they yeah. see the devil in the spice spice yeah. drawer like yeah yeah yeah. All right. Okay. Well, didn't scare me anyway. Well, uh, yeah, it wasn't very. I, I mean, dude, was it I scary? Was, a, was this movie scary? No, I did. Yes, because here's why. I say this every podcast. Women protagonists alone in rooms don't like it. Yeah, it's scary, and clearly with and you know more than other movies that we've watched, the devil or the presence in this movie just will fuck right with you. I mean, there's a scene at the very beginning where, um, like, the the original Charlene, the teen, <laughs> yeah, Charlene is, in, the teen. is in her room, and, the like, OG. cupboards are opening, closets opening, standard stuff. All of a sudden, her body gets shot into the air, and all of her bones are broken. You know, this is not... Like, usually these movies take the whole movie to build up to that but this that's a good point this guy is just going right for it so you know that like if someone sees a cupboard open or sees a figure in the mirror they're probably getting fucked right away although weird thing about that bone breaking thing because it does appear i mean she is lifted into the air on her back just cracked her back and then no yeah it looks like he cracked her back but then she's back after that she continues to walk around she's got got the devil inside her yeah the devil is body enters he's body hopping he's wearing people like a costume yeah i guess that's true. And he's well, like, if I'm gonna if I'm she, gonna spend time so, in your body, we're gonna fix that scoliosis first, like right out the gate. <laughs> like, so I want to be comfortable. But then, how does he? How does she get to commit suicide then? Basically, she's possessed by the devil. She's possessed by the devil. She's kind of still trying to live her life. She's babysitting. She like leaves a baby. 
abandoned and is being a creep and after that she feels so bad about herself that she goes home and commits suicide yeah. and this the more is- we talk about this the more i realize i don't know what the fuck is going on with this girl in this movie because she commits suicide but then we see her again years later what they needed to do is make it more clear when she's really alive and when she's a ghost because or when she's an apparition well, or whatever. modern day, she's an apparition. Yeah, but like when that babysitting scene happened, I didn't know if that was the 80s or modern day. Oh, it was the 80s for sure. Okay. There's no indication. Yeah, but there's, whatsoever. yeah, and time periods are not clearly communicated oh. here. Like you can do that easily with costuming oh. and other shit. I will and they don't agree. Do that. I will agree that, like, the design, the costume design, the art design, the party did not. Like, give a lady some say. puffed sleeves. Yeah. And we'll know. <laughs> but no, I mean, because once they establish the truth that this girl killed herself in the 80s, anytime you see her and she's not, like, being creepy as fuck and she's living in her same bedroom and shit. Right, like, you yeah. know. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sam. But what's up with that backbreaking thing, though? I thought that was just a possession deal. Like, the, that was the moment of the devil possessing her. You got the devil. He made a deal with Charlene, and now he's gonna come, and he's gonna, like, basically try to possess Charlene, take her fucking soul, wear her skin as a suit, galvan around. what? To, to like, put babies? a baby under a fucking cabinet? Like, that's all he did. Like, he, the devil has a human body now. He doesn't do anything with it except be, like, a depressed teenager. Well, that's true. Okay. Well, she can't handle it. She's like, okay. Well, you know what? Maybe he hadn't fully set in because he's, oh, he's okay. still, you know, because she feels him setting in more. There's a scene where she's trying to, like, say the Lord's Prayer and she can almost say it, but she can't quite say it. <laughs> she's still there. She the, the, doesn't have full-blown devil possession syndrome yet. It's very much like the possession shit in Anguish. Yeah. But is she dead or is she not? She's not dead until she hangs herself. It it's doesn't make sense. It's bad storytelling. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It doesn't make sense. It's bad storytelling. And it's know. not even interesting. All this but, stuff. Um, yeah. I think the most surprising thing that happens mid-movie is you think that we... Well, first you thought our protagonist was Charlene. Then you're like, okay, Lee's the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Real estate mm-hmm. agent. Good to go. And she's uncovering the mystery and she's uncovering the of mystery. what happened to Charlene, which ultimately will just make sure it's on the record that Charlene ended up getting possessed by the devil through this traumatic, like, back-breaking-looking procedure. The devil started to influence her to do this arbitrary bullshit, hiding babies, whatever. <laughs> hiding babies. Uh, That's all she, she didn't did. like it. We actually, and, uh, we actually find out that she was pregnant. Oh, yeah. Oh, that Charlene right. was pregnant. Yeah. And she hangs herself. She's like, I'm done. I'm cashing out. I'm not playing the devil's game. He can keep his $500. And and Lee like fi- and Lee finds the newspaper article about this. And it's like sort of uncovering like, oh, I'm seeing this girl in this house. Is this house haunted? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And most people think Charlene died because she, or committed suicide because she was pregnant and didn't want to tell anyone. But anyway, all of a sudden. Devil shows devil up. Devil shows up. He's like, hey. He's like, he's in the house, and he decides to backbreak Lee herself. Same same play, but actually, he says something. I don't remember if it does anyone remember like how that's communicated because he the devil is like, eh, I actually like your sister better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's because well, it's because I don't know, but I, I forget how that's communicated. Yeah. I forget how that's communicated, but it is like I think it might be the voice that's like, "No, I don't want you." And like he makes a like a bad joke. He just does like yeah. a scan of her womb, and he's like, "Fuck this! No, <laughs> your sister's got to be a 
better match for me. I guess. I don't know. Or does he say something about the, the artist? He says something about how he's like likes artists or something. I don't the remember how it happens. I don't know. The devil has a conversation <laughs> with her. He says like one line. He has like yeah. He has like two lines. He has like two lines. <laughs> one of them is "Come to me," and it's done over and over and over again. Yeah, and then sure. one of them is he does indicate that he wants what the sister. What a fuck your sister. That's just low class. Yeah, and and Lee's dead. No, no more. She's she has the same back breaking, but she just dies this time. She's yeah, down on the floor. She's done. done so done. then enter our third protagonist. Vera. Vera. So I, when I was watching this, I was thinking about what Elizabeth said when we were watching Three-Headed Shark Attack, which is that this is a character replacement movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're just like, okay, yeah, I'm down with Charlene. Oh, wait, no, now I'm down with Vera or Lee or whatever. Now, oh, now I'm down with her sister. Yeah, there's no Guess problem. What? I wasn't down with almost anybody as this thing went along. I was like, well, interesting that you just, like, supplanted my expectations, but, like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about well, any of these people. Well, that's the point, though. You don't. Like, it's not really any sort of set. Like, it's all right. Maybe my standards are just low, but I didn't have a problem. I enjoyed myself, any of them. but I... No, I, I didn't I, have a problem with them. I didn't find much to connect to. And it looks good. The movie looks good. It's good looking. Uh, I actually thought all those actresses were fine. I thought they were all great. Yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but anyway, Vera is the protagonist now and is devastated because her sister is dead. And she doesn't understand why. No, how could you? But there's this weird scene with the doctor where it's like a deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, there's a little bit of an autopsy and everything. Like, oh, she was perfectly healthy. She just died. It happens. <laughs> yeah, that was sort of weird. So she she eventually uh, decides. Okay, she's going to go to the house and investigate where Vera, where Lee died. She's going to go there. where Lee died and mm-hmm. uh, you know find her own truth. Um, what do you guys think of Vera's apartment? Beautiful. Oh, the the loft. Oh, fucking amazing. Stunning. What does that cost? Well, you know, know, it reminded me of the Russell Industrial Center. I was like, was this? It was an amusing time? contrast to the housing crisis. Well, it's so funny because she has this massive just, warehouse. It just demonstrated that these people did not know what they're talking about because they're like, like they have several lines where it's like, I just worry about you in that loft. It's like, dude, this is the nicest real estate in this whole movie. <laughs> well, I mean, but it's a loft, and like, I bet those windows are pretty drafty. Uh, yeah, but but whatever. she's got Kurt it. Russell's son to warm her up at night. I couldn't. You guys couldn't see me wink at Steve. Just there. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty great wink. But I mean, the movie was you know not not that bad. It had good cinematography. It had decent performances. It had some eerie stuff. It had jump scares. If you're into that, um, you know, some things popping up in the mirror. You know, cabinets opening up. Devil's in there sometimes. Pictures yeah, actually, more often than not, the devil is in the cabinet. Burglar alarms. Oh, yeah. And there was a lot of creep. Lots of creep. Creepy, you know. I mean, demi- the devil is a scary thing, you know? I, you know what? I just well, wonder. Well, I think well, maybe we shouldn't get into this. I mean, About whether or not the devil. The devil. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? But, but is it appropriate to just use the devil lightly like this? I think it's an invitation for the filmmakers, so I would worry about their safety. I agree. You're gonna. I yeah. mean, I just don't think you can just make a movie where you just have a m- mediocre devil in a cabinet. That's like the, the million movies have devils and demons. Are you worried them. about the repercussions for misrepresenting the devil? Yes, I think if you insult Malbolgia, <laughs> he will come for you. <laughs> I, well, mean, you know I can what? only hope. I want to make a movie with the <laughs> devil now. My devil is super powerful and handsome. And he will never come for me because 
I He's a handsome devil. I I speak only his praises. I just think that when you're going to do stuff with the devil, you got to really do stuff with the devil. I mean, the devil's the ultimate evil. I know. This movie would have been just as fine with a generic evil. Yeah. I think that's what we got. That is what we got. Yeah, really, we're just putting so much stuff. I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This movie's... We've been over everything. It's a lot to process, and, you know, I I wanted the the real devil in the flesh, and I, I was projecting that onto it, and eventually I settled in and realized this is a... A sub-level demon, um, the, the the devil's chauffeur or something. Who knows? I want I want to believe it's still the devil, just based on the third act, which we can't talk about yet. But yeah, you know there are some twists, there are some turns. Third act is uh, almost. Uh, I, I liked it. I'll speak for myself, but I liked it. Luckily, with three protagonists, it's easy to tell what act you're in. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh. it, it, it really is. <laughs> a great point. It really is basically broken up on those points. I mean, without talking about the spoilers, did you guys enjoy the end of the movie, the third act? I mean, did you have problems with it? Should someone, you know... Um, I wasn't moved by it, but I did have fun with this movie. I'll say that. I thought it was stupid. It's another one of these movies where my reaction when the credits rolled was just, well, that was stupid. Oh, wow. I mean, I did think it was stupid, but I still had fun. It was... You know, back to the Brian De Palma thing. It was like, I just love to see the twists keep coming and coming and coming. I don't care if it pays off or means anything. It, it, it kept me interested. This movie had more twists than many of the movies. You know, there were moments where I was more shocked in this movie <laughs> than I'd been since I found out Jay was evil. This movie had more <laughs> twists than a box of red vine licorice. Mmm. Mm. Yum. I think it depends on what kind of attitude you watch these movies with, you know? I like movies that just go there. With They just take every possible plot and just use it. A know? dark song did that. I mean, it just fucking goes and it, it and, works. And, and so does this in a way. Devil in the cabinet, hidden baby, ghost, <laughs> apparition, cr- you know, crazy suicides, suicides pregnancies. Yeah. Guy you in a trailer doing Got, that's a thing I shell look for. Watchmen appearance, Watchmen <laughs> reference, crossover. Yeah, I like balls out movies and movies that do a lot of shit, but this didn't seem like that kind of movie to me. Well, Patrick, would you view it, cute or screw it? Screw it. Okay, Elizabeth. Um, I say cue it. I thought it was a decent horror flick. If you'd like to be a little bit creeped out, but don't watch it looking for the devil himself. Expect a minion. Hmm. Uh, I'd say screw it. I, mm. I, I, the more I think about it, I do actually... I had fun, but I would never recommend this movie to someone else. There's, there's a lot of potential there, and I, I don't think any of it's pulled off particularly well. I agree. There was a lot of potential there. I give this my highest cue it. <laughs> it could have been a view it if they had just made more of some of the stuff that they had going on in this movie. I'll talk about it in more detail in the spoiler room. Uh, there was a part of this movie where I was like, oh, this is a view it. Then, at the end of the day, cue it. <laughs> that re- the highest cue it reminds me of uh, They Might Be Giants, um, where like, Bill is like an acclaimed indie rock band, and they said that's like being the world's tallest midget. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep, that, that would be a good way this to movie. describe <laughs> this film. Okay. Well, you know what? If you want to make up your own mind, go watch it right now and then come back. Otherwise, we'll just tell you everything that happens so you don't have to watch it. Stay with us.
what's that? Is someone trying to get into the spoiler room? Sounds like a knock on the goddamn devil's door to me. <laughs> Damn. And we're now behind the devil's door, which is where the spoiler room is located. Yeah, and if you're here, you were wondering. You're here. You're safe with us now. You're safe from whatever the hell is out there knocking at our door. Okay, I'm going to stop doing that. It's fun, though. Oh, it was just Patrick. The only thing more insidious than the devil. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Well, here we are. Yeah, so I mean... And there's a lot to spoil There this is movie. a lot to spoil. Lots of twists. Lots of dank twists. I mean, we, we told you one of the twists already about how Charlene kills herself because for a while you think she's actually the modern day couple's daughter, but she's not. But the big twist is that the devil comes after Artsy's sister, who's only been a supporting character for the entire movie, eventually <laughs> shows up in her art studio and throws her out a fucking window... And possesses her. And yeah, possesses her, throws out a fucking window, and then she wakes up in a hospital eight months later. <laughs> You've been, You've been in a coma, coma for, for eight, eight months, months, and you're pregnant. And she's pregnant. <laughs> and she's I literally the line. That. I laughed and too. <laughs> that I laughed as well. But what a horrifying scenario. You wake up from an eight month coma, you look down, and you have a fully pregnant stomach. I mean, smart move by the devil. He knew just what elevation she was at, that she would hit the fucking dumpster and be out for eight months. And tell so she could not terminate this guy. pregnancy. Yeah. Okay, here's He's a, so, so clever. Here's a practical question that occurred to me that I asked Elizabeth as we were watching. So if you're in a coma and you're pregnant, what if she was in a coma for another two months? Can you go into labor while you're in a coma? You can go into can labor, but you I don't think you can give birth because it does require pushing. But your water will break. They so the baby would not. Maybe do a C-section? They could do a C-section. Which oh, is what yeah. they do in this movie. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I just wonder what your body would do naturally, like unaided by doctors, if you were in a coma for that long. I mean, you'd have to be aided Actually, by doctors if, if you, you were in a coma for that long. Actually, if you couldn't experience pain, maybe the baby would just slide right out. Maybe it would just crawl its <laughs> it way It would eventually, out. like, claw out. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. I, that's a good question. That's a great horror movie, Coma Birth. <laughs> yeah. Coma <laughs> Birth. Yeah. What was the movie we watched where there was like an arm protruding from someone's vagina as a child was like making its way out? Oh, Z's for Zygo? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah Z's for Zygo. Okay, yeah. yeah. Our favorite like movie that we watched. Yeah, basically. No, but it's, it's and Vera knows. She's like, this is a devil baby. Because at this point, well, she's we already... see the ultrasound, and oh. it's the fucking oh. devil. Oh, oh, like, so, but do the doctors not know that? Because she's freaking out because it's a devil. That and was my favorite. It's a mother's part. mother's intuition. I don't think we're meant to take oh, it the, literally. Oh, that I'm was guessing. that was the one shot that almost gave this movie a view it in my book. That was so ultrasound and ultrasound. Doctors knew that would be a great movie. An ultrasound monitor jump scare with a demon face in the womb. That was so creepy. Oh, loved it. You gotta see it. Maybe we'll put it on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just like, because in that scene, you really can't tell because the doctors are sort of like, you are having this baby. Well, I mean, they can't legally terminate at that point. No, because she's, yeah. She's she's, eight and a half months pregnant. Right, right. But I like the idea that, like, they saw the thing on there, too. They're like, I don't care if your baby's the fucking devil. I don't care if your baby's Harvey Weinstein you're having it right now. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. care if your baby's the second coming of Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Another thing uh, that we were... This is probably completely irrelevant and can probably be cut, but do women usually have C-sections conscious, like awake? Oh, yeah, it happens. Okay. If they, I, I did research on this, and I, they'll epidural them, and then they're numb. 
boom. Okay. Yeah. Because I just saw. If you could have seen in that the Black Mirror episode, <laughs> just <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. You're but out. yeah, she was conscious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, and this leaves another mystery because she she does have the C section. She's not happy, and they pull the baby out. It has a normal human body, but we don't see the face. All we hear is the nurse saying, "Beautiful. Would you like to hold your baby?" And she's like, no, get it away from me. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. But what is it? We don't know. She wakes up from this coma. Oh, it's like Rosemary's baby. We don't see the baby in Rosemary's baby. <sighs> I know, right. but we don't. She wakes up well, from this. Well, we see the baby in this. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Well, um, not the baby, but the. Well, that, that what that creature is. It's not. It's a normal human thing. Yeah, it's not even a, it's a human creature, being. creature at all, really. But yeah. I, I like that because cause she knows it's the devil's baby because she's talked to. Um, what's the girl's name? Total Recall. Hannah. Uh, Hannah's the friend, but who's the possessed girl from the beginning? Oh, oh, Charlene. Charlene, Charlene that's right. Um, Charlene killed herself and was pregnant with the devil's baby. And Hannah is like, everyone thinks Charlene killed herself because she was pregnant, but she told me she was a virgin. She was just possessed yes, by the is. devil. Yeah. And so when she finds out she's eight months pregnant after she's, she saw the devil, mm-mm. she's like, uh-uh, I know what this is. And I love that. I loved how she was like, I got no time. You want to see the baby? Nope. I got to get rid of it. Get it out of me. Do whatever you want. She's she not sentimental at all, which was impressive because I think all. even if I was birthing the devil, I would want to look at something that I grew in my body and birthed. Yeah. Well, she looks at it. I wouldn't want to hold it, though, if it's the devil's baby. She Except maybe to She should have it. taken it home and killed it. Yeah. I don't know why she didn't. Yeah. She gave it up for adoption. No, speaking of Charlene being a... fucked up now that I think about <laughs> well, it. She's like, here, you, someone else take it. The thing about Charlene being a virgin just reminded me of another bizarre thing about all this, because Charlene does also reference early in the movie about how you know, uh, she thinks he thinks it would be her first time or something, but he doesn't know that she's a virgin. But the movie opens with them like rolling around in bed, naked it together. What are they doing? Sure. It does yeah. look post coital, and yeah. she even oh. says our babies would have such cute noses. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it that and, and that confused me more than anything in this movie because I was like, they're she's saying the awkward <laughs> stuff you say to each other after you just banged and you don't know what to say. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Your nose is so funny. Your nose is cute, hey. Terrible. Yeah. But yeah, that was the most confusing in the whole movie because I was like, the whole movie, I said to myself, like, well, she's clearly not a virgin because we witnessed her having sex at the beginning. Yeah, when she said that, you That's were like, really well, she's lying, lying, right? Yeah, I was like, she's lying. But I mean, we didn't actually see P&B, so I guess <laughs> she may be a virgin. We don't know. Yeah. Didn't matter if she's a virgin or not, honestly. I mean, I mean, yeah, the she devil. Still have the devil's baby. As long as she didn't get pregnant by something that wasn't the devil. Maybe well, the fucking dude at the beginning of the movie is the devil. That would make a lot of sense. I like that fan theory. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm going to write that. Write that. Because she's the catalyst for all this. Well, we yeah. know that Vera is not a virgin because Wyatt Russell was banging her. Clearly in the movie. If now they have cast Kurt Russell instead of Wyatt, <laughs> view it. Just wanders out in his yeah, boxers. Out in his oh boxers. my god! Can you yes. <laughs> and you know he would have done it for free if Wyatt asked him to. <laughs> I don't know about that. Wyatt's like, "Hey, Dad, I can't take this role. Will you do it?" Yeah. <laughs> that's actually how I'm going to. That, that's actually how I'm going to make a movie with Clint Eastwood. I've told Patrick this plan. I'm going to hire. What's Clint Eastwood's son's name who looks like him? Scott. 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 I'm going to hire Scott Eastwood to play like the hero cowboy, but then the end of the movie is going to take place 50 years later, and I'm going to be like, all right, I just need your dad for this one scene. Otherwise, 
you're not getting paid and we're not releasing this movie. <laughs> and so Scott will call his dad and then Clint will show up at the end of the movie and work for free. You should play it dumber. You should be like, we just need someone who looks like your father. Do you know Do you know anybody who looks like you but like 50 years older? Yeah, who'll work for a hundred bucks a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway, six years crime. later. Yeah, so yeah. In, in this movie At and the Devil's is, Door, we fast forward six months later. After, six years. Six years later. Six years later. And, and this is where the movie this got is, amazing for me. Oh my God. This is the part where I, this movie took a nosedive for me. Oh, I loved it. I did not love it. I guess we, I was in the middle. There was there were some things I liked. We cut to a scene: young girl, six year old girl, watching the Twin Towers fall on TV. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's, I, oh, she's watching I like that better, but she's watching a like disaster scene though. She's watching yeah, yeah, at yeah. random disasters, earthquakes, wildfires, tsunami. 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 2016 election. Her mom's like, honey, <laughs> don't watch that. So she switches it to cartoon. Her mom leaves the room, switches it back to disaster. Loved it. And Vera comes to visit. Great scene. I'll just talk about because I'm so enthusiastic about this scene. Ugh. Little girl sitting at the fucking kitchen table, like with D- just the creepy eyes, not saying anything. What's her face shows up. The foster mom or whatever goes off into the other room. They're sitting there. They got tea on the stove. The girl's doing a jigsaw puzzle without even looking at the pieces. It's amazing. And then, you know, what's mom here to say? Mom is here to be like, hey. I know what you are. I know you're the devil's baby. I know you killed my sister. You're an asshole. Yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> She's like, I know who you are. What's the plan? Am I going to kill you or what? Like, great. Like, no punches pulled with this six-year-old baby. True. That's true. Loved it. I thought, and then, you know, it ends up in, fuck, there's like a chase, ultimately. That kind of shit. The kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, but basically... The girl leaves the room, leaves the apartment, and mom follows her with a kitchen knife. She's ready to just murder this child. And I was like, great. This movie's going to end with a murder of a six-year-old child. Great art. Agreed. <laughs> and they chase each other through an empty house. Surprise, surprise. That's a motif throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, can we talk about that? Why does the girl run into this weird abandoned yeah, house next I don't know. door? And more importantly, when her mom goes looking for her, how does she know? Like her, the girl's adoptive mother runs into this house next door. She like knows that's where they are. Devil Again, the movie was go. called Home. The puzzle that she fills is like a, a house. house. Who's that shitty Thomas Kincaid? Thomas Kincaid. <laughs> it's like a Thomas Kincaid house. Like I don't know what shitty. this symbolism means. I guess the devil's looking for a home, a vessel, yeah, a body to feel yeah. comfortable in. Yeah. But they're trying to conflate that with the housing crisis and the financial crisis of the mid two thousands. Interesting. Get, it makes no sense. But you know, and I thought the same thing it. where they wind up in that abandoned house with like it's clearly being like renovated, renovated or something. It was like this is su- clearly supposed to mean something. There's some <laughs> got it. Yeah. Was, and that, it doesn't work. That's hilarious. Having the devil looking for a home inside a person, <laughs> yeah. contrasted with like Americans looking for a home in the housing crisis, immigrants as well. <laughs> immigrants. The devil's an immigrant. <laughs> yes, it's hilarious. Like it actually is a great idea. It's it, but it just makes me so upset that this movie didn't deliver on that more because that sounds like an awesome idea yeah. when you guys articulate in a little more that yeah. way. You know. Yeah, and so I mean that was a this, a this is a movie another movie I would file in the in the file folder of movies 
movies that have shitty second acts. Like the beginning of this movie, fine. All this, all I, I like the stuff. Fine, I, guess. I like the stuff with selling your soul to the devil, whatever. That's always a good drama. And then the <laughs> ending, I thought was stuff I'd never seen before in a movie. I mean, yeah, you could look at like The Omen or something like. But this didn't feel like The Omen or Rose. I mean, obviously, it feels a little bit like Rosemary's Baby, but but the ending was great. Talk, well, let's talk about the real got, ending. You know, she's got her knife to the girl's neck. The movie was great. The ending was great until Until, the actual ending. Yeah. Because finally, the chase is over. Vera is holding a kitchen knife up to her devil daughter's neck. She's got the beady devil eyes and everything. Yeah. and And the girl offers her neck. Yeah. Like, hey, do it. You won't do it. You won't do it. She doesn't say that. But and she her, says eyes her eyes turn black and then go back to normal. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you see how she could very angry with her. Yeah, um, well, very much. And I'm in, on the edge of my seat, saying, "Slit, slit the throat. Let's do it." Have, has there ever been a movie where someone just slashed a six year old's throat on no, camera? I don't think so. And I thought that this was going to be Ooh, it. Uh, I mean, it. The new it had a lot of child violence in it. Okay, yeah. This was it righteous. Like I'm thinking of righteous child violence. No, though. no, definitely not. Yeah. Did like, we see a kid get killed on camera in it? Though we see a kid's arm get ripped off. We well, see his yeah. brother shoot like the apparition it version of his little brother in the head with a fucking one of those guns that they used to like kill cattle <gasps> oh um, like a nail gun Bolt yeah gun. we see a kid kill another kid it's not really him but you know it might as well be and I didn't like that movie but I want to rewatch it now <laughs> I do too well let's get it on blu-ray let's do it <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... I didn't have the bloodlust for the six-year-old to get killed in this. Oh, I did. I, I, I was yeah. curious. I was like, what is she going to grow up into? I want to yeah. see her and I love flower she, into a beautiful sorry. devil girl. I like, just, I mean, I was still girl. sort of a basic human thing. I was just like, oh, I don't want to see him slit a six-year-old's throat. I oh. would have been fine with I it. Felt but like I felt like she was the devil. I mean, she yeah. was, she unquestionably, was the devil. Yeah. but I know, but I But I didn't feel like she was a kid. I felt like it was just the devil wearing yet another... Cloak. Another Skin costume, suit. right? They refer to it as a costume. And I loved movie. how our hero, what's her name? Vera. V- this is Vera. Okay. <laughs> you remember everything about this movie in explicit detail except the names, and I love that. Yeah, I I know I remember the names of people are screaming them down the halls and stuff. Well, but, like um, an archivo. Yeah. yeah. But um she's not the our, the hero Vera is not scared at all by the no. devil and I love that because of course the devil's scary for the entire movie but after she's been through what she's been through she where she's gave been birth possessed to it, and gave birth to a devil baby she's just like you know what I'm a badass like yeah I made you like I, I brought you, what my dad used to say to me I brought you into this world and I can take you out <laughs> <laughs> but the sad thing is she doesn't she take her out she doesn't take her out they play the fucking rosemary's uh, baby car so earlier in the movie we talked about how her sister can't have kids there's a conversation a couple of them where her sister who mm-hmm. we get the sense that like she's maybe like lost a lover or something and she can't have kids she lives in this like empty house by herself she's just trying to get her sister to date to be more serious yeah Lee wants Vera to have to have kids and she says I will never have kids I will never I'm not like you I'm not gonna settle down into a relationship then she finally has a kid devil or not she finally makes her house a home. Yeah. And <laughs> which I'm I'm not You're you're in the pitch the, meeting for this movie that right might now. Be you're part of the theme. Um she's like, yeah, she spares the kid's life and they like ride off together a la Gerald and the baby from 13 cameras. And the devil child, they're holding hands in the front seat of the car and the devil child goes, 
I knew you'd come back for me, Mommy. Fuck all that. Kill that baby. Kill it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. She did run a stop sign at the end, and I was hoping there would be a crash. I was hoping she'd get pulled over. <laughs> I mean, Imagine it just ends baby, with a cop <laughs> If we kill the baby, there's no sequel. Oh, what is the sequel? I, I want, I want, in, I want in the devil's foyer. <laughs> okay, so we've all decided this is a lesser demon. What if it got pulled over by a police officer and the police officer was Satan? Mm. And it's like you need to get your shit together, get in the fucking passenger seat. He drives off with the baby. Baby's crying. Satan looks over, says, "Quiet down, Junior." Got the <laughs> Dank, dank reference yeah, just, for our just thirteen wait, just wait fans for 14 out there. Cameras, Patrick. <laughs> it's a long way to go for yeah. that one. But no, actually, that's why this is the reason I said that I I kind of want to believe that it is the devil because that's the devil's mo, right? Knocking up people and having the devil baby. Like that's we've seen that time and time again. So the fact that like there was a devil baby, I, I, I'm like, yeah, that girl is the devil. As far as I'm concerned, like if you can do that, fine. To what Just, end, though? I mean, what does he? What does the devil want to do with this vessel? That that's one thing this movie leaves totally unexplained. Well, well Rosemary's baby leaves it unexplained too, but it doesn't matter. No, and Rosemary's baby—they're like he's like he's the king. Like he's mm-hmm. like he's gonna take over the world, new world order. They they keep shouting um, like year one, year one, over and over again. Well, I got and this movie is just like the devil just like kind of watches TV and makes oh. like put puzzles together. <laughs> I got this. No, I got the same vibe. Do it again. That's the whole movie. I got the same vibe, but it might be because I've seen Rosemary's Baby and I know the trope from that and the omen of like, oh yeah, he's the Antichrist, he's gonna be evil. But you know, her watching the natural disasters and like just staring at him and flipping back to him, I thought that was uh, okay. That was cool in like the Last Man on Earth, where David Bowie's an alien and he becomes addicted to television with like totally forgets his plan for like world domination because he's like, this is intoxicating. But in this movie, it's just like the devil just devil just wants to chill. Devil just wants to watch TV. How appropriate that the devil's favorite artist is Thomas Kincaid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, so, I mean... That was that movie, guys. Disappointing ending, I guess. But, I mean, the the third act of this movie, great. Second act had problems. Third act, fantastic. Yeah, I liked everything except, you know, this movie would have been a view it for me if that little six-year-old's throat had just gotten slashed. Me too. (laughs) I mean, despite the real estate, it also kind of reminded me of um, Abattoir because of this kind of second act where we're just kind of fucking chilling for an hour vaguely researching a mystery. The only difference is here she was just kind of sitting in an empty house and then the other one she was talking to every townsperson for an hour. Townsperson. But basically the same thing. Now if the room that Clarice, what's her name? Which one? Charlene? Charlene. Now if Charlene's bedroom had been put onto the Avatar house holy moly. I'd like to imagine that, <laughs> like, moment. because we're putting all these movies together on this podcast, that there is, like, a shared universe. The horror movies have to start collaborating. Like, the I would Amon love universe. to see, like we said, I'd love to see Gerald from Gerald's Game, like, shuffle through one of these abandoned homes in the background, you know? These Wait, people... you mean Gerald from 13 Cameras or Gerald from Gerald's Game? Sorry, Gerald from 13 Cameras. <laughs> okay. Either. It's totally Either. different. Both. I want Both. the Geralds to meet. Yeah. Well, Gerald v. Gerald. Dawn of Gerald. <laughs> Donna Junior. Donna Junior. I don't know. Or like you said, put the put the room in Avatar. Throw it up there. Anyway, so I would give this movie an almost there out of out of ten. Yeah. 
That's wait. So what number would that be? <laughs> I, like the pitchfork scale, almost there out of ten. And hopefully they it's do something nine, like else. Nine point nine. That's better and has more dead kids. I guess I don't know. There's <laughs> dead kids are terrible. I don't ever want to see a dead kid. all right so what are we watching next week oh next week guess what i think we're going back to mexico or at least another latin american country oh boy we're checking out the ataud blanco the white coffin yeah maybe you'll see a dead kid uh, maybe they put dead kids in white on what occasion would you would one use a white coffin that's so interesting do we know if you die on your wedding day oh i would see that movie That'd be great. Or, How do you guys know that's not it? Or like, you know, no clue. maybe they put you in a normal coffin, but then they needed something for Tom Sawyer to do, so he whitewashed <laughs> the, <laughs> the whole coffin. Act two of this movie is just a kid painting the coffin. Mm-hmm. That's great. All right, great. Well, uh, we will we'll see you there. Yeah, go watch Ataud Blanco on Netflix. Starts with an A. A-T-A-U-D, I think. And uh, come on over next week. We'll be talking about it with you. Come on over. Come on over. Come, come on down. In the meantime, you know what to do. Find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, leave us messages, reviews, all that stuff. I'm not going to beg, but it would be nice if you did. Uh, and that's it. That's all we got. So for every horror movie on Netflix, my name's Chris. My name is Patrick. My name's Elizabeth. My name is Stephen. And until next week, don't open the knocks on the devil's door. Devil's Don't open the knocks. <laughs> Don't answer the knocks on that devil's door. Chris, I'm going to make you say our name sometime. Goddamn devil's door. I feel like you might not even know our Can't names. You say your name right now. Steven. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Clarice. <laughs> yeah. Clarice. Charlene. Hannah. The hero. Anyway. All right. We're <laughs> done. Okay. We're done.